Hey listeners, and welcome back to Real Talk with Simply Tour, where we have real, raw, and sometimes uncomfortable conversations around working while maintaining our mental health or lack thereof. I am your host, Tora White, and today we have Asheville native Kanita Whitmire. Kanita um, attended Asheville High School, AB Tech, and Blue Ridge Community College. She is a she is currently a member of Black Wall Street and has attended meetings with Western Women's Business Center to learn more about being a successful minority woman entrepreneur. She is also the owner of Wise Woman LLC. Welcome, Kanita. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good this morning. That's good. That's good. So I know I gave a little bio about you, but tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself. I am actually a private person. Um, When I went into business and began to work on Wise Woman, it actually brought me out of my shell Um, more out front um, these days. Mm-hmm. I love interacting with the people. Um, and I'm just really purposely, peacefully, and passionately going after my in pursuit of my purpose. That's awesome. So I know um, how we came across each other was at the Asheville Mall. And I was asking you, you know, questions about your business and kind of. Um, just, you know, what made you come up with the phrases and things? So I want to ask you, what made you start your company? Originally, I wasn't looking to start a business. Um, I was going through a dark space in my life and I began to write and I wrote three books, but for me, it was a form of healing and it actually grew into a business because while I was healing, I was yet wanting to help others. And I began to see like different phrases that I was writing. Um, I'm like, that can inspire somebody. And so therefore the first shirt was came forth and it took off from there. And, and wise woman actually took on a form of its own, um, and that's how Wise Woman Woman was formed. Awesome. So tell me more about like just that writing piece. You said three books. That's how like how did you write those three books? Was it over time or was it like, you know, as soon as you started writing, it just flowed? Yeah, actually, um, I've always I've done ghostwriting for other people. I've done research for other people and I've had books that I wrote, manuscripts that I wrote, um, gave them people, things happen. Um, so it, it kind of discouraged me for a while, but it's always been my passion to write. And so particularly during this time, um, my first one, which was five, six, seven rest. Um, it, it, it basically was like a lifestyle. That's, that's what I tell everybody. Wise woman is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle. Actually, what I did is for six days a week, the first five days, I would just stop, take the time to focus on where I was, and I would just begin to write according to where I was. On the sixth day, 
what I did was I did like double the work, double the writing, double the research and, and getting the insight for where I was and what I needed to do to move forward. And then on the seventh day, I rested. I didn't do any work. I just focused on what was already written. I focused on the good things that I got out of it and the things that I needed to do in basically self-evaluations, the things that I needed to address. And after I did five, six, seven rests, it just flowed from there. I think I did them in a matter of maybe about six weeks between the three wow. of them. And so what's the name of the books? We have five, six, seven rests who can stop you and divinely connected double portion. That is awesome. Do you mind to like tell, I know you talked about five, six, seven rest, but can you tell the listeners a little bit about the other two books? Okay. Um, basically, um, I'm a Christian. I love the Lord. Basically, everything is inspired by the word of God. In the divinely connected, the double portion, um, one of the things I learned through tragedy is you have to choose your friends wisely. Mm-hmm. And I began to, because Wise Woman was being formed, I began to look at partnerships. And when you speak from the spiritual perspective and looking in the natural perspective about the connections that you need to make um, during your process, um, things to stay away from and, you know, um, take advantage of the benefits of like the people, the relationships that you are divinely connected with that are helping you to move forward. And when you look at who can stop you, it's talking about basically about the power that you have to move forward and do what you've been called to do, because when it's yours, it's yours and can't nobody mm-hmm. stop you. Oh, that's powerful right there. And so true. Because I think a lot of times, even when we talk about people who not who are not even going into the realm of entrepreneurship, a lot of times we do believe that other people hold our power. Um, you know, like one of those things when we talk about gatekeeping and the reason for gatekeeping is a lot because we believe that people have the power to take things away from us. And you bring up a good point, like what's for you is for you. And so you can essentially go out and educate people. You can go out and share your gifts. You can go out and not have to worry about being in competition with other people because at the end of the day, what you do, no one can duplicate. You know, like we can can try to do similar things, but it's, it's a sauce that you put on yours that I could never put on it. You know, like, yes, ma'am. Yes, and I ma'am. think that's something that is, is real important for people to know. And um, so you brought up, you know, like right in through tragedy and everything. And that really speaks to me. One of the things and a lot of the listeners already know this, but one of the things for me um, when I was going through really, really bad depression. Um, I was diagnosed with postpartum depression back in 2016. And it was after um, my suicide attempt. And one of the things that brought me back to writing was 
paper didn't talk back and I could be super vulnerable with paper. Um, like you said at the beginning, being private, I'm one of those people that when I'm going through stuff or when I'm dealing with things, I tend to keep it to myself. But at the same time, I still continue to show up for everybody else. And so it's real easy to think. And writing brought me out of that. Writing like allowed me to be able to stay afloat on the surface and really continue to show up for me in those moments. So I think it's really good that you brought up that because I think a lot of people forget that that is a safe space. Writing is one of those things that you can do at any moment. You know, and especially people walk around with phones. We can write them in our notes on the phones. Mm-hmm. Not, I believe people don't under, sometimes don't understand. You have a few that do, but people don't understand. Writing is a powerful gift. It is a powerful tool that you can utilize to be authentically who you are. And people can get the realness and the essence of who you are because you can pull them in through your words. And even when I look at the words that I put on shirts, my goal is that people are inspired, number one. But number two, that they authentically identify with that phrase. And maybe they didn't know what was in them. They may knew some things about their self, but maybe it might just stir up. Um, just like, I'm gonna just use one is one of the shirts I have is empowered to get well. Maybe it might just stir up that entrepreneur in that person. And then they connect with somebody else. They think they're looking at a shirt. That's just promotion for me. But what they're doing is actually coming into contact with a person who has something in them that they didn't know was in them. That's going to actually help somebody else. Right, right. And so what are some of the other phrases that you have on your shirts? One of them is honor with me. And this woman knows her worth. When you truly know your worth, when you look at honor is with me, your presence alone demands respect. Oh, yes. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Um, People... Um, one of my goals, some of the things that I went through in life, I'm just using this for example. Um, when you talk about this woman knows her worth, women that go through abuse or mental abuse, whether it be physical or mental, um, emotional, whatever. My thing is this. You don't have to stand for that. You don't have to take that. You're much greater than what's being inflicted upon you. You see what I'm saying? And when people, when women really get that, their standards will shoot through the roof. But it's something that you have to work on within yourself first. You see what I'm saying? Right. You might be divinely connected with others who can help you, but basically it's going to have to come from you. You're going to have to recognize what's in you and who the woman that you are and your value. You got to know your worth. That is so true. I tell people all the time, you set the stage for how people treat you, period. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you when you decide not to have boundaries, when you decide to allow people to talk to you any kind of way, when you decide to allow yourself to be presented a certain way, you set the stage of how folks can deal with you and how they can treat you. 
And a lot of people have not mastered how to demand their worth. You know, they, they haven't mastered how to come in and demand a room. You know, like mm-hmm. there, there's mm-hmm. a difference between demanding a room and, and just being overly cocky. Yes. Um, yeah. And, you know, and a little egotistical. There's mm-hmm. there's a place that, you know, a lot of times people say you just have an aura about you. And I truly believe that. Like when people are truly in their season of healing and they are really in um, in alliance with who they are and understand and are grounded they can walk into a space and they don't even have to say anything. And it's just something about them being in that space that allows people to come towards them. That allow people to just believe in them. And especially as an entrepreneur and specifically, you know, we're two black women in Asheville. And I say that because it's very important when we talk about just having successful business, because there's not a lot of black women with successful business. And then we're going to talk about the fact that you're even at the Asheville mall. But one of the things that I think is very important is that we do believe in ourselves and we understand that when we know our worth, we know why we're doing what we're doing. Even when we hit those hard times, even when it seems other people may not believe in the, the dream or believe in the idea, but the fact that we know this is what we're destined to do. And we know that Nothing comes easy. There's a storm we have to get through, but at the end of that storm, there's going to be sunshine and there's going to be um, that reward, you know, for all the things that we're sowing upon the path. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I I, I know those days of crying. <laughs> like, is anybody for me? Where's my family? Where are my friends? Yeah, I know those days. And it's tough. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. But I know there's been times where I'm like, am I, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, God, tell me. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's <laughs> entrepreneurship really where you want me to go. Because it's yes. some days that it's scary. It yes. really is. So mm-hmm. tell me about, um, I know at the beginning we talked about, I ran into you at the mall. And I one of the things that struck me was one that you were even at the mall. I don't go to the mall often. But it was just like, oh, wait a minute. Here's this black woman um, at the mall with her business. Like, it's legit her business. So can you tell me, like, a little bit about how that experience has been for you? Well, it has definitely been trying. It's had its challenges. But overall, the business itself is doing good. Um, The way that came about is because I originally started giving stuff away. Um, and like I said, when you're divinely connected, you, it took others to see wise woman forming. And so I went from giving stuff away where people saying, stop wasting so much money to selling things that I was coming up with. And then from there, I went to pop ups because I was, again, divinely connected um, with an old high school friend. And she began to tell me about the pop up sector. And so once I was there, I was like, this ain't it for me. I, I see bigger. I need stability because I want people to know. I don't want you to have to look for wise woman. I want you to know where I'm at. Got with Western Women's Business Center taking classes and they just happened to throw it out there that there was an incubator program. Didn't know anything about it. And people that she, she talked about, people don't really want to take advantage of it. For me, 
I was like, you know what? Let's just go against the grain. Uh -huh. this, this is something different. Let's try something new, something different besides all the other big names. How about let's take a small business owner like me and let's try this thing. Let's try your hand at it. And I went out there. Um, I had business owners who were out there that started where I am. They began to kind of take me up under their wing instantly and began to start helping me with things that I needed to do to grow my business and see it become successful as they become um, through the years. And so um, I've gotten a chance to meet a lot of people. It actually has started bringing people back out who used to hang regularly at the mall and shop regularly at the mall. It's actually bringing crowds back in um, because I can't tell a difference because when I originally started the, 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 I guess traffic flow was a little slow. I've seen it pick up and I've seen people I've, um, that I hadn't seen in years. I've met a whole lot of tourists um, so that's another arena you get to enter into is the tourist arena. Um, I'm, I'm seeing growth and I'm seeing that it's actually causing, uh, believe it or not, it's helping wise women to grow. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've enjoyed being out there. And like I said, hands down, I love working with the people and they actually, you, you're not just interacting with a picture or words, or a, a social media presence, you actually get to meet me. You get to meet the owner. You get to meet the authentic person that I am. And depending upon which way the conversation go, that's what you get from me. You get the true essence of where it's coming from. You get to meet the one behind the name. I think that's awesome. And even to speak to that, I know our interaction at the ball, I think we sat there and talked for what, 30, 45 minutes, just, you know, <laughs> having a conversation, you know, and I think that's really important because a lot of people think is the brand that we have to sell, but essentially, especially when you're an entrepreneur, you're, you are the brand. And yes, so yeah. if you struggle with connecting with people authentically, mm -hmm essentially that will show up in your numbers you know you you have to be able to connect with people on a personal level for mm -hmm. them to know that you're human just like them and i think really having those conversation pieces because essentially that's what i believe wise woman has is a lot of conversational um pieces that allows people to say like hey what does that phrase mean to you when you hear it or this is what I was thinking when I created this phrase. This is where I was and how it helped me. And without even realizing it, we're helping people with their mental health. We're helping people with believing in themselves. We're helping people with getting out of certain spaces um, by having those authentic conversations. Yes, ma'am. And I think that's, I think, you know, social media is awesome. It's wonderful. But I believe we have to get back to the essence of personalizing things, not just through a brand. Um, I believe it's important to, to show your face. It <laughs> it pulled me out of my comfort zone. Um, right. I'm a behind the scenes kind of person. So, you know, they don't people have to understand that 
not only is this something that I want to do for others through fashion, but I also want them to understand you're helping me. You're helping me to grow. We're, we're helping one another and empowering one another, which I think is vital to the success of the business and people as individuals. I believe that as well. So because we have listeners all over, not just in Asheville, but all over the country, tell the listeners how to get in contact with you. We know locally you are at Asheville Mall, but do you have a website? Yes, ma'am. It is shopwisewoman.com and you will definitely get authenticity and uniqueness. Um, there's only one wise woman with a wise woman collection and star power collection. Wise man is on the rise and I am on Facebook wise woman and uh, phone number is 828-279-4021. Email is kanitawitmire.ww at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for um, Kanita for speaking with me today. To my listeners, you can find me at simplytour.com. That's S-I-M-P-L-E-E-T-O-R.com or at bizradio.us. This is the end of today's show. Until the next time, continue believing in yourselves. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.